Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of The Doctor in the Door. This is Frank. You're with your co-host, Sylvia. We gotta get rolling, guys. Let's take like 100. Welcome to episode 23, 24. Welcome to episode 20, 24. Episode 24. We're here. We're live. Hope you guys well, are having a nice day. That was the fifth take. <laughs> so we gotta use it. Oh my god. I can't stop laughing. Thank God you did that. <laughs> So, let's get right into our week. We've got a shorter week to review since um, the last pod was dropped on Thursday. So Hold up, guys. I just need to go over something. Have you guys ever tried to say something and somebody messes you up and the first couple times, you know, it's not as funny. And then they, they keep messing you up and then it becomes hilarious because you just can't spit the words out. Yes, this also happened when a dear friend of ours, Matt, tried to tell a story about a peanut allergy <laughs> and a ghost. Yes, we had about 30 minutes of a single story and never <laughs> actually got through the story. Shout out to Matt. That was a great night. Um all right no sorry the eyes for the the extremely loud laughing that was oh all right you can, you can turn back up your speakers we're back at it yes i'm, I'm alive again i'm alive anywho again. so this week we traveled to pennsylvania to visit my dear friend rachel and her boyfriend zachary we didn't just travel to pennsylvania because that's like going to philly that's okay three hours away sure we went to pittsburgh there you go. is that what you're looking for yeah, i was looking for the okay. drum so we went there, um, we checked out their new house, we went to see this place that had birds called the... An aviary. Aviary. It's like the National Aviary of Pittsburgh or yeah, something? Yeah, it's well, something famous. Um, but they have a massive assortment of uh, birds. birds. It's like a zoo, but only for birds. Yeah. What was and your a favorite sloth. bird? Um, the sloth. He was my favorite bird. <laughs> That's not what you're allowed to pick. Well, he was there. I really enjoyed the toucans. <clears throat> I enjoyed the owl. I did like the two toucans that were fighting, fighting. together. They yeah. were just so brightly colored. I didn't realize they were that bright. Um, They had uh, those two parrots. Yeah, the blue ones. The blue ones. Yeah, they were pretty cool. They were busy feeling each other up. Well, one of them was getting felt up and getting all the snuggles, and the other one was, was just... sick of it. Yeah, I it just hated it's life. Like, quit being so clingy. So... Um, but that sloth looked extra cozy up yeah, in that Yeah, there was tree. a cloth in the, the nature room. Did you say a cloth? I might have said a cloth. Listen, it's late. I'm wow. tired. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your brain on a single beer. Okay. Well, I don't know if any of you guys heard the first four intros Frankie attempted, but you did hear the fifth, and it was just about as good as the previous four. So. The first four were That's about your as brain good as on that. nothing, if you're Frankie. This is your brain on tired, guys. Um, we also got to see the penguins being feed, fatted, fed, fed fish. Being fed. All right, you're brain dead. I'm taking over. All right, guys. So we got to see some baller ass penguins that were doing some penguin stuff except for like two or three of them they were being real stubborn they yeah. didn't want to join the feeding until like they saw the other penguins getting fed and mm -hmm. i think they got jealous yeah i liked the penguins though um, there were flamingos i you know i really liked flamingos but then after seeing them there <laughs> i was like what do flamingos do they stand in tall water they and... seem like honestly one of the most useless creatures on planet earth yeah we they could probably go extinct and no one would notice you know what, though when you think about it humans are pretty useless creatures 
I mean... I mean, I think of like a mosquito. Yeah. What does a mosquito bring to the rest of the ecosystem? Nothing. All it does is attack me and my blood. <laughs> I bet the other animals feel pretty similarly about humans. What do we do for them? Nothing. Just kill them. Steal their eggs. Wow. What Just, do you think uh, about that? That was pretty deep, huh? Yeah. That, that came out you of left any, field. You got any rebuttals? No, you're sounding like... Uh, I guess we saved some of the soon-to-be-extinct ones. After driving them to the edge of right. the Right. <laughs> so once again, like, I still don't really know. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, that's kind of like... That's weird. I okay. can't debate this. We'll, that's we'll like, move along from that. It's like trying to debate... That's a little too philosophical, like, the, the nature of being human. Mm. That's weird. Okay. Well, we don't have to talk about it anymore. Um, is there anything else from Pittsburgh you'd like to discuss? Um, they had uh, some really good burgers... Well, yeah. sandwiches, really. Yep, we went to a sandwich oh. place. Really good tots, man. I love some Those tots. Those tots were good. Mm. What, uh, what was the name of that place? I no, honestly, literally no idea. I can't recall for the life <laughs> Started of with a P, I think, but I could yeah. just be thinking of Pantanelli's Pittsburgh. or... No. You got me. I Zach, Rachel, why don't you write in to doctorandork at gmail.com <laughs> and remind us what that place All is called. All you Pittsburgh folks, why don't you tell us? <laughs> I think I'm talking too fast. I realized I need to articulate my words a little better oh. and maybe stop looking at frankie because then my voice travels towards him yeah you weirdo yeah i don't want that well i have to look towards Ugh. you because you hor- yeah you frankie got mic. moved two feet away from the mic because he's too loud <laughs> <laughs> all right um other than that we had uh, a hot yoga session that was um probably the worst one we've done yet yeah it was really bad guys it was it was tied with yoga <laughs> session number two just that like everything felt hard like five minutes in i'm already dripping sweat usually i can wait till a good 15 minutes before the actual beads of sweat are dropping off of my face i was sweating five minutes in yeah but that's pretty par, par for the course for, for me. you yeah but um no for me it was uh I just, it was a couple degrees hotter, that class, and mm-hmm. I think the humidity was up a couple percent. Yeah. Because I tell you what, I just, it was like trying to do yoga with nothing in the tank. I just mm-hmm. had, I don't know, I felt gassed the whole time. I feel you. Luckily, somebody else in the class asked if it was hotter than usual, so we didn't have to feel like weaklings, but then the yoga teacher lied and said, no, it's the same as usual. Okay. <laughs> but um, we're going back tomorrow mm. for high yoga with um, an instructor we went to once before that we really liked. All right, so. guys, check this out. So his name his name is Rich Reg. Reg, whatever. I think. Um, he's a great yoga instructor. Uh, po- uh, other than being, <laughs> my words will work. <laughs> um, other than the fact, he, I think he's the only male yoga instructor in the place. Um, so that's cool because it's, it's a little refreshing. Yeah, you know, not having, a guy having well, a having a guy that can't fold himself in half. You'd look at this guy, and I don't think you'd ever believe he does yoga. Yeah, but he had this great shirt on that said, "If cauliflower can be pizza, you can do yoga." I really <laughs> liked that. Um, but other than that, uh, he has a really good class, and I forgot where I was going. You were with that. probably going to say his celebrity look alike. Oh yes, yeah. it's uh, he looks just like Tom Segura, and I can't wait to tell him this tomorrow <laughs> and show him a picture. We'll and I hope he's posted. not aware. I hope he's never been told this. I feel like for how similarly he looks that he's had to be told it at least once. I mean, Tom Segura's like famous. Not the most famous celebrity. But yeah, he's mm. like B-grade famous. That's fair. So. All right. 
Um, I don't really think we have anything else to discuss besides the fact that I made some wonderful Pillsbury sugar cookies that Frankie refuses to eat any of. So, as he pretends, oh, he just flipped one over. He faked me out like he was going to eat one for the good of the podcast, and he didn't. Nope. This is a hill I will die on, folks. Uh, Who eats pre-made Pillsbury cookies? Listen, I bake this man fresh apple pies with homemade buttery dough and sorry for once if i wanted to go with the cheap route and just get some plain old pillsbury sugar cookies and you know what i reciprocated the appreciation of you making that pie by eating Mm -hmm. the whole thing in two days (laughs) by myself all right Yeah, yeah yeah now these cookies on the other hand have a funny looking turkey it's a turkey on it this is the most satanic looking turkey (laughs) i have ever seen you guys want to know what's going to happen what's going to happen is over the course of the next two days these cookies are going to be gone and frankie's going to say where'd all those cookies go and i'm going to say you know where they all went they're in my belly why do you ask me questions you already know the answer to ghosts don't eat sugar cookies (laughs) only olivia's do (laughs) edmund could eat them (laughs) Um, anywho. But anywho. Um, <laughs> got anything else for the weekend review? That no, you that, that's all I got. So. If you want to be a guest, why don't you write into drandork at gmail.com? Well, that just came out of left field. Well, because we were going to interview Zach and Rachel for either episode 25 or episode 30, and we didn't. So now we're, we don't have a guest for episode now we are, 30. Now we are hurting for a guest. But I have somebody in mind. You know what? Do you mind if I use that as a transition into my segment? Sure, I guess. Okay, I would like to invite a couple people onto the podcast to be our guests. And those are the <laughs> spokespeople for Moderna and Pfizer because <laughs> the information regarding your guys' trials is a bit limited. And if we could just have one of you guys here around the kitchen table or via Zoom <laughs> or a telephone call, whatever works for you guys, that'd be great. I'd love oh to get God. some more info. All right, guys, you heard it. Today is just going to be about the two most... I don't know. I don't want to use the word promising, but most newsworthy vaccines that are currently being explored. You mean explored. the only two that are being explored? Well, no. There's still a bunch of vaccines undergoing phase three trials, but these are the only two that have published their interim results. So when you hear the word, Frankie, interim results, what does that mean to you as a layperson? Um, middle of the road, as in they're halfway there. Okay, great. Yeah, so interim just means like not even halfway. They're just like not the end. Oh, so they're like 25% done? <laughs> we don't, I'll never know the answer to that question because nobody put out any solid answers to my oh, questions. So we know nothing then. <laughs> but let me tell you guys what I do know. I'm going to start off with, hmm, I'll start off with Moderna. <clears throat> so Moderna at this point has enrolled over 30,000 patients. I couldn't find an actual number as to how many of those are actually enrolled. Um, Of those, 37% were of a diverse race and or ethnicity. I don't know. I get it's important because we need to make sure this works in all races or ethnicities, but it was highlighted in every news article I read, so I figured I would highlight it to you guys as well. So the efficacy of this vaccine, if you read the headlines everywhere, is 94.7%, which is pretty darn good when you think about it. But I want to break down that a little bit based on some reading I've done, because I realize that number is a little less intuitive than you might think when you first hear it. 
So though he had 95 patients that had symptomatic coronavirus, and that's the first thing I want to highlight, is that these results are only for symptomatic coronavirus. So that 94.7% is not for all coronavirus. Wait, wait, wait. This vaccine's working on people that have the Rona already? No, preventing symptomatic coronavirus. So of the patients enrolled, 90 in the placebo group got symptomatic coronavirus and only five in the treatment group or in the vaccine group got symptomatic coronavirus. So what I'm hearing is them sugar pills were working. No, <laughs> 90 versus five. The, the bigger issue we hear, at least the issue I'm seeing, is that we've seen, although we don't hear about it as much in the news, that so many patients are either having very mild symptoms or even being asymptomatic. So as great as it is that we're reducing symptomatic coronavirus, and I think that is very important and should be kind of the forefront of where we're going, what about asymptomatic coronavirus, you know? Well, Why didn't they? Because because if we keep doing this, then every day the news is going to be like, oh my God, we've got 200,000 new coronavirus cases, <laughs> even if none of them are showing any symptoms. And I'm sick of reading that headline, so I need a vaccine that's going to prevent all the coronavirus. Furthermore, why does it really care besides me getting annoyed at the headlines is that if I don't know I have coronavirus and I go and see my grandma and your grandma and my best friend who smokes a pack a day, then I'm going to spread it to them. You know what I mean? So it's really important that they just well, stop as much corona as possible. What if you're only spreading the asymptomatic corona? That's that's a great question. I I don't have enough information to argue with you. So we'll move on based devil's, on that. That's point one for the devil's advocate. Either way, 94.7% efficacy in terms of symptomatic coronavirus. Very impressive. I'm not trying to knock it. I'm just trying to make it as tr transparent as possible for our listeners. Furthermore, of those patients, 11 patients had severe symptoms. So I'm assuming that means something like had to be on a ventilator in the ICU or something of that. Um, this is for the Moderna with the placebo? Yes, yeah, so that's the further thing. So 11 patients in the placebo group had severe symptoms and not a single patient in the vaccine group had severe symptoms. Wow. Well, that's so that's good. great. This <laughs> reminds me a little bit of the flu vaccine. Um, people always say, even if it doesn't prevent the flu, usually you have less severe symptoms than if you had not had the flu vaccine. So can I interrupt your doctor second? You sure can. Um, about the flu vaccine. Yeah. So I truthfully don't get vaccinated yeah. uh, all the time. Great. Um, you know, I'm not. <laughs> Ever. What, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. I used to get vaccinated, you know. The army stuck you with 80 needles at once and you decided. No, no, no. They, uh, it was mandatory. And okay. um, so I'm just curious though, but I used to get sick every time I got vaccinated. Mm. What's with that? So what's with that is that when you're getting injected, your body is building up a kind of a way to fight against the infection. And in order to do that, it kind of elicits a, a mini response. It's saying, hey, this is what we need to watch out for. So then your immune kind of pseudo attacks the vaccine. Yeah. And therefore, then it knows what to look out for should the real flu vaccine come. Well, God help me if I ever get the flu because you know, the vaccine cripples me for like a week. I'm trying to think of a good example. <laughs> the best um, kind of analogy I can come up with is like, imagine going to run a marathon. Now, instead of running a marathon, maybe you're going to run just a 5K mm. just so you can start preparing for it. Yeah. Now, running that 5K, it's still going to make you a little tired, but it's going to be way better than if you had just ran that marathon. Okay. 
Well, yeah. I understand the idea of the vaccine. It builds you up. Yeah. I was just curious why, like... Because your immune system's still working. I guess that's I why. don't know. I mean, when I got my smallpox shot, I didn't get yeah. full-blown smallpox. Allegedly. You said all you guys were hacking all over each other in the <laughs> barracks. <laughs> um, but it was really more of a... Just every time I get a flu shot, I yeah. am down and out for a week. Every time without skipping a beat. And yeah. yet I never get the flu. Wow. I just, I, I, you know, is it, I don't know. I mean, the best thing, the best answer I can give you is just that your immune is bulking up to get ready. It should yeah. I need to work. It just makes me wonder if I have a crippling weak immune system and I've just gotten lucky no. or if the vaccine, so it's normal to have a reaction to the vaccine then. I mean, if by a reaction, you mean feeling a little bit tired for a few days tired not getting full-blown symptoms you know what? that's a great transition so the <laughs> moderna vaccine they actually in one of the news articles mentioned their side effects which was very rare because i haven't seen many talk about their side effects and that was simply that one in ten patients had malaise or just an overall feeling of unwellness that's what that word stands for so like tiredness like just like maybe some body aches just overall a little tired which is how you're describing about your flu vaccine is isn't the word for that melancholy is is that no i i don't know you've brought up this word before i've never heard of the word melancholy before really Mm -hmm. testing (laughs) Uh, now we're going all right sorry guys we had to pause it I was wrong. Melancholy is depression, not feeling unwell, (laughs) which I suppose depression is feeling unwell, but not in this instance. All right. So that's basically all I've got about the Moderna vaccine. As soon as I hear more about it, I will give you guys more information. But key takeaways, 94.7% effective. However, that's only for symptomatic coronavirus. Next up. Oh, you know what the other big thing about this that I guess I should mention is that well i'm going to mention two things one you can store it in the fridge which we're going to hear about in the pfizer review yes. is a big difference you don't need to store it at negative 80 degrees celsius or whatever absurd number it is um you can store it just in a regular fridge temperature and it should be good for about 30 days so that's ideal um, the other thing is that both of these vaccines are a two-dose regimen. Um, so with the Moderna vaccine, you get your first dose, and then 29 days later, you'd be required to get a second dose. The, 29 days. That seems kind of arbitrary. I, I like, can't explain like, who, the science to you on that one. I'm not sure. Okay. I was like, who picks these numbers? There's another drug, um, the shingles vaccine, the newest shingles that you also have to wait an increment between. I don't know. I feel like the, somebody comes up with a hypothetical in-between, and that's just what they go with, and they hope it works. The other thing I'm not sure for these studies of, um, is the efficacy after both of these doses. Like, have all patients in the interim analysis received both of these doses? Did some only receive one so far? And also, what's the average length of follow-up that they have so far for these patients? You know, are we looking at only a one month follow-up so patients have only been followed up for a total of one month and we're looking to see if they got Mm. the virus or not so some key things anyways moving into pfizer so as i just stated this vaccine needs to be stored at negative 80 degrees celsius now i have read that pfizer will supply the vaccines in a box that if you replace the dry ice can be used for 10 days um it's something i guess i don't know 
Not as great as just being able to store it in a good old freezer, I mean, but... I don't know. I feel like Moderna not only rolled out a more potent vaccine, yeah. it's also a much more sensible vaccine. Yeah. So it's like, not only is it easier, it works better. The yeah. only the, the nail in the coffin of Pfizer is if they somehow undercut them in price. Undercut in price or just get the emergency use um, authorization to the FDA sooner. Um, which I I wonder if Pfizer thought they were in the clear and then two days later Moderna came out and they're like, crap, crap, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Pfizer's sweating right now for sure. But uh, Pfizer, they actually told me how many patients they had mm. enrolled and how many patients had gotten the second dose. So they had about 43,500 patients and of those, just about 39,000 had gotten both the first and the second dose. Um, for them, they just said it was 90% more efficacious. They didn't tell us how many in each group or whether that was in symptomatic patients or all patients, etc. Um, for their vaccine, you get it on day one and then day 21 for your follow-up dose. See, it seems like somebody <laughs> was pulling numbers out of a hat. Yeah, right. I'm not entirely sure how that all I'm works. not sold here. Um, both of these vaccines are being used in patients 18 years and over. Um, I specifically saw in Moderna's that patients who were pregnant or trying to become pregnant were excluded from the study. I'm assuming the same was true for Pfizer. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what healthcare professionals recommend in that population. So pregnant women are just told to live with it? <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Um, but yeah, those are my key takeaways. As I mentioned before, still a lot of other vaccines in the running. Um, I was looking to see like how are the other ones stored. It looks like almost all of them besides Pfizer are stored at a regular freezer temperature. Um, so Moderna, if should another vaccine come up real soon, is going to kind of lose that edge pretty quick if another one comes out. The only other one I see with an edge in terms of method methodology is that Johnson and Johnson is testing just a one dose regimen in addition to a two dose regimen. So if Johnson and Johnson can come out with data that has, you know, 90 plus percent efficacy can be stored in a regular freezer and you only need one dose at this point, I think that's probably going to be the biggest kind of make or break. Yeah. I guess I'm uh, real curious at what point does the government pull the, uh, pull the trigger on this and yeah. start distributing it yeah at what point do they say okay we've got what we need we're just gonna go with this so because how many more steps do they have before they're approved well right now they can look like pfizer is waiting until they had two months of safety information on the drug um, which should be coming any second they started enrolling patients july 27th um oh a median of two months so they're gonna need probably about four months of data to do that um, so basically, once they have that amount of data, they can then file an emergency use authorization, just like they did for like the, what's it called, remdesivir, where it's really not, it hasn't gone through all the FDA approval process, but it's sitting like right now we have an emergency, we don't have time to go through all the red tape, it's good, mm. en good enough, basically, it's effective, okay. it's safe enough, let's start releasing it. And then while that's going on, Pfizer, Moderna, whoever will finish up the rest of the trial and they will say, okay, here's our complete data, and then at that point they would get a full drug approval. I gotcha. It's very rare that anything like this happens unless it's like the middle of a pandemic or something like this. Okay. Well. That's it. That's all I got for you guys. That's it. Don. That was really long. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So guys, for the dork segment this week, we have uh, not a whole lot. 
I'm going to touch on some uh, video game stuff, and then I'm touching on uh, something that keeps coming up in conversations for me, and that's electric cars. Um, I, Olivia's giving me this look <laughs> already. So, so guys, yeah. um, as you know, I am a huge uh, nerd when it comes to my gaming. I am a diehard P, uh, PS5 or PlayStation fan in general. Um, so I was running the numbers, and uh, I ended up falling short of all the PlayStation 5 gadgets. And, you know, I thought it was going to be cheaper. I thought it'd run me about $1,000, right, mm. to get the PlayStation 5, three controllers, a headset. Why do you need three controllers? Well, when you get Dark Souls and you inevitably bla- uh, break, Blake. Break, <laughs> break the first two controllers playing the game, you need oh, a spare no. one, all right? No, no. I'm just kidding. Parents out um, there, don't get your kids the new PlayStation. But no, realistically, you only need two, but that's if you're playing with other people, and then a third in case one breaks. Mm. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, Basically, for uh, two Wait, chargers. I have one more question. Oh, really. What? <laughs> you can't use your old controllers with the PS5? Uh, there's some talk of that, but no. Why not? Couldn't you use them on the PS3? No. The PS4, you couldn't use on the PS3? No. Every game system, you have to get new controllers? Yes. The PS2 and PS1 controllers work with each other? Back before PlayStation was trying to turn a profit. Well, ask Xbox the same thing, because they did it too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, please anyway, continue. <laughs> so, for $1,310, you can get the PS5, three controllers, two chargers, the media remote, which I guess it's like a, you know, like having an Amazon Fire Stick How remote. How are talking about electric cars? Are you are you done? <laughs> um, then uh, it'll have the virtual reality headset. It'll have the normal um, surround sound headset, and I think there was something else tossed in there. But thirteen hundred and ten dollars, and truthfully, PlayStation's not even done patching the PS Five. Wow. Well, Sony, I should say. Um, apparently, right now they're having lots of issues with uh oh sorry i'm burping guys every podcast literally every pod (laughs) um (laughs) so uh apparently the user interface on the ps5 is very clunky on one hand but on the other apparently has very high payout so uh one example is a guy was playing well just use demon souls um was the article that i was reading and you know per usual he's getting his butt kicked and wanted to ask people for help and you know, finally get someone who's willing to help him, and he can't figure out how to add the guy as a friend, just because it, it's not super simple. It's not like a you know. Are you sure he wasn't just a little troubled? No, he was not a little troubled. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, says the girl who struggles with the microphone. Blip, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the user interface is a bit clunky right now. It's not the standard. They're trying, it's kind of when Apple shifts everybody over to a new standard of phone. You know, whenever they roll out a new change on the iPhone, you're like, what is this? Like Instagram, for all you users out there, you'll notice recently, if you go to make a new post, it's all rearranged. Yeah, well, exactly. So they rearranged everything, and, and basically everyone is like, how does this work? Yeah. So, um, Next, uh, Bethesda, which was recently purchased by uh, Microsoft um, to work with Xbox, 
Um, they have gone ahead, along with one of Xbox's uh, upper management, has uh, gone ahead and said that future Bethesda games will not be Xbox exclusives. What? Yeah. They apparently uh, Xbox is playing the field. They'll release to everybody rather than incentivizing people to buy their console. They'll sell their games to anybody, which wow. is awesome for PlayStation. Allegedly, do you think they're probably going to charge PlayStation so much to buy the Hell, game? If they make a Fallout New Vegas 2 or they remake it, I'll pay yeah. double. But um, this is really falling in line, I feel like, what you said a couple weeks ago about Xbox's mm-hmm. strategy is that they're more focused on the exactly. games. Exactly. They're them. more focused on selling their games than they are their consoles. It's very Because their consoles really are not being sold right now. They suffered. Yeah. Um, they didn't They didn't sell as many um, units as they well, thought they were. It sounds like I mean, they're, they're sold out, but... They're willing to adapt, which is very yeah. important in any company, I So, uh, I think they're going to end up taking Sony by surprise. I yeah. think they're going to start, like, a thing. Yeah. I think they're going to start really building, like, a conglomerate of, like, Well, because after so long, yeah, if they keep getting enough games, it doesn't matter if people are buying Xbox, if they're just going to then sell all of the games to Sony and make... You don't even... They don't even need you to have their product, then they're going to make money off of Sony. Well, the problem is, is they, honestly, I would say, have almost half of all the big titles yeah at this point i would say sony has like 30 percent of them yeah and the rest are nintendo and furthermore i think um the players they're not going to really care because they're going to be happy they can keep playing with the system they're used to well, and exactly. still get all the games that they want so it'll be interesting and, the, and it's not hard for the studios to keep doing what they were doing yeah they've been pandering to both sides anyways yeah so but that's all i got for games this week guys um next i'm going to move into some quick social media stuff i forgot to mention that um i've been hearing about this social media site parlor you're gonna talk about social media stuff i am as somebody that does not have social media um but apparently you can give me the input on this but apparently do you have twitter Uh, i like have one but i don't use it oh i don't have one anyway apparently um a new site has come out called parlor and Apparently, Parler is Twitter 2.0, except without any filter, which mm. apparently has led to a large number of neo-Nazis. I'd say is President Trump on there yet? Um, I don't know, but uh, I've, I've read some. I read three articles on it today. I don't think this is your wheelhouse. I don't think this. You sound like a my. It'd be like if my grandmother tried to teach me how to use Facebook. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, apparently they uh, are a, a more open platform version of Twitter. You can have up to a thousand characters in your posts and you can just post whatever you want all day, every day, which apparently you can't do on Twitter. You can't post crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And apparently that drives everyone nuts. Well, yeah, well, Twitter's been, they're about to get themselves in hot water, I feel. They're getting borderline censorship. So, well, that's being hashed out on uh, Capitol Hill right now. They keep having to testify before Congress. Mm -hmm. But um, I only bring it up because apparently Parler got cut off from um, the Internet. Nobody would sponsor them, I guess. So they joined this open platform social media site, Mastodon. Mm -hmm. And since doing so, there's apparently been a massive influx of just all kinds of... uh, Hmm. But I would isn't say this, ill-tempered people. Isn't I this guess. what they were essentially made for? Is those people? I mean, people don't want to go on Parlor if they have 
no level-headed I, opinions you know that's the idea i mean they're really not trying to pander to neo-nazis and whatnot and, you know i use them as just the prime example but yeah. they're really trying to pander to everybody but the whole thing was is they went oh we're just not they thought they could get a leg up on twitter by saying they're not gonna censor anybody no matter what yeah which is apparently causing a problem because that was apparently the bat signal to every lunatic on the mm-hmm. internet that they need to join this site and just say crazy stuff I all see. day. Um, so apparently it's causing all kinds of issues. So they joined this other social so media. So do you think they're going to end up shutting down now that they're collaborating? I don't with... think they will. I think what's going to happen is nobody's going to let them onto their platform mm. because like, you can't get them in the Google store. You can't get them in the Apple store. They, they blocked them out because they were like, you guys are nuts. Hmm. Um, How do you feel about that? I don't, honestly, I don't really care because I also... What came, I guess my question is, I wonder like, were they allowed in the Apple store initially? Or... Yes, they oh, were. Okay. And then they... these crazy people started joining and then Apple's like, yo, yo, never mind. Yeah, exactly. Apple's okay. like, uh, you guys are a little too radical. Like, right. you need to chill out. I got you. Um, so that's all I got on that. I just thought it was interesting because I never really paid attention to, uh, I guess I never hear about competing social media sources. Mm. <laughs> oh God, the hiccups are back. Um, but yeah, you never really hear about, comp- I mean, you hear, all you hear is Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook buys all of them. <laughs> <laughs> or Twitter, or yeah. they're just so big, they can just shut I'm down shocked the competition. I'm Facebook hasn't bought Twitter yet. They bought Instagram. I'm, I don't think they ever will buy Twitter. I think Twitter's a little too big for them to buy. You think so? I think there could be a merger, hmm. but I, I don't know. Twitter's, Twitter's pretty big. I don't know why anybody uses Twitter. To tweet, duh. <laughs> You're not all about that tweet life? No, 24/7. I want to post artificial pictures about how great my life is on the internet. Oh, uh, you'd rather do that on Insta? <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. You don't want to like... I can't describe it. You know what it is? <laughs> I'm not witty enough for Twitter. You just need straight fire lines to be good at Twitter. I mean, how many, what do you have, like 280 characters yeah, or something? something like that. You gotta be precise yeah. with those tweets. And you need to be like up to date on what's happening with things, and I'm just not. I mean, I would argue we are, because yeah. we do stay pretty plugged into the news. Mm. But we're not plugged into the social media as well. Yeah. I'm not, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, um, let me round this out with... Uh, the electric cars. Ooh, so, we made it. I know. We made it to the Teslas. Beep, beep. Um, so, apparently, uh, Tesla is expanding their beta program for the self-driving car to n- a number of states. I'm not going to list them off because I didn't read them. But <laughs> apparently, they are expanding their beta up to another six states where I believe one of them was Michigan. And you, they apparently, you'll start seeing self-driving cars in these states. That kind of concerns me because they haven't really worked the bugs out of this. Mm. And it was fine when they kept all their shenanigans in like Nevada and California because, you know, I'm not over there. So I don't have to worry about it. So these self-driving cars are just integrated in with normal traffic? Yes. Now, usually they have a person in the car, right? Yes, there will be a person in the car. Now, my question is, like, these patients that are enrolled in the vaccine trials, they don't have to pay for anything. No follow-up, no vaccine, nothing. Are the people enrolled in this beta test of the Tesla car, do they get it for free, too? No. As far as I'm aware, it's existing um, car owners. I see. And all they're doing is enabling the technology. Like some software updates? Yeah, they're sending software updates to these states, and you can use it if you want would you use it um no i like living that's um well and i'm a control freak 
you know, I drive a manual. Come on. Yeah, I think it would be different if I knew, like, every car around me also had the self-driving yeah. mode on. See, I don't think the, the self-driving is ever going to work right until all the cars are self-driving. Mm. And there's some sort of network between them. At Wouldn't that it point, be great, though? You know, like, when you're in the right-hand lane and you're, like, trying to do some calculations, like, can I get over and pass? And you're looking, like, if you're me, you're like, mm, I don't have three cars in lanes to get over. So, But the self-driving car can probably just do that calculation for you and scoot right on over. It is nice because mm. you just tell it where you want to go and it gets you there. The, the question I have that I haven't seen any data on is, how fast does the car get you there? I bet you can program it to go up to a certain speed. Like, if I need to get somewhere in a rush and I gotta do 80 and I gotta take some hard corners, will the self-driving yeah. car do it? You'd probably have to go into manual mode for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's really my piece on that is, uh, guys, self-driving cars and electric cars are unfortunately the way of the future. Why do you say unfortunately? I... I don't know. There's just something about the tactile response of driving. I love a manual You're going to sound vehicle. like such an old man in 50 years and everybody's <laughs> driving electric cars. I'm going to be like Will Smith from iRobot and still have a motorcycle that runs on gas. All right. I'm going to have the last I'm can I'm shocked of gas. he hasn't came up with electronic motorcycles. Would you get one if they had a Tesla motorcycle? Harley does. Yeah? Harley has uh, electric motorcycles. Now, I bet that's great because I bet that can go for a Actually, long time. Actually, you're going to laugh. So there's a show called uh, The Long Way Round and The Long Way Down. Yeah, we were going to watch, but um, we didn't. There is a third edition to the series called The Long Way Up, and Ewan McGregor and his friend, I don't know his name, are riding electric Harley Davidsons pretty cool, right? from the very bottom of South America all the way to Alaska. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, they're crazy. I See, that seems functional because within one charge, I bet you can get a lot of miles on your you bike. You would think. I think they can only get like 250 really? miles. Really? That's it? They're bringing um, solar chargers with them. I was yeah. doing a bunch of reading on this. That's pretty Yeah, they're cool. bringing solar chargers for their mm. stuff and like spare batteries. Time oh. for bed, guys. Gotta go. Time for bed. <laughs> um, the, old, the last thing I have is Chevrolet their Bolt EVs are currently being recalled, guys. So if you know anyone with a Bolt EV from Chevrolet, um, tell them to keep an eye out on their car because it might catch fire. Wow. Or is it that one of their electric cars? Yes. So it is an all-electric car from uh, Chevrolet, and it apparently the batteries have been catching fire. Yeah, I think I'll stick with my good old gas-powered <laughs> Honda for a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I don't see my car, my truck catching fire. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently they rolled out a new series of them, and mm. five of them so far, uh, yeah. the batteries have literally just burst into flames. That's a little terrifying. So uh, yeah, there's a big open recall on those right now. Yeah, I don't so, know. Cars, I just feel like they're one of those things you should stick with the tried and true. I feel like we got it down to a science <laughs> and we shouldn't mess with it at this point. But who am I? But to if somebody else wants to experiment and get it good for us, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for uh, sticking with us this week. We're sorry about the late episode last week. And... Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you at episode 25. That's all I got. Go find us on Instagram to go and listen to another episode if you need that. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>